Shalom to all. Today's Daf is in Dharma Daf Mem Gimel. We are starting Membez Omen Bez, three lines up from the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. And today's Daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hamudar Hanomi Chaveroi, a person asked for his friend to have enough from him. Again, Ruven had asked Shimon from having enough from him. Loyashi Lenu, he's not allowed to lend him anything, which means he's not allowed to lend him objects, animals, kalim, something like that. Yish Almi Menu, he's also not allowed to borrow from him. Loyal Venu, he's not allowed to lend him money, he's not allowed to borrow money from him. He's not allowed to sell him anything, and he's not allowed to buy anything from him. So now the Gemara Mem Gimel on top asks, We understand that Ruvain is not allowed to lend money to Shimon to Kamahanile because he's providing a benefit to Shimon. Why does Mishnah say that Ruvain is not allowed to borrow money from Shimon? What type of Hana'a is he giving to Shimon by borrowing money from him? And furthermore, We can even understand to some degree that he is not allowed to borrow money from him or Buy an object from him to come as Hanimine because there is a possibility that Ruvain's giving Hana to Shimon. How is that possible? Well, it could be the money that Ruvain borrowed from Shimon was inferior type of money, it was inferior coins, they weren't good, they were rubbed out. And it could be that when he pays him back, he's giving him much better coins, freshly minted, and they're much easier to use in stores. So that is some sort of a benefit to Shimon. In regards to buying something from him, it could be that Ruvain's buying an item from Shimon, which is not so easy to sell. So Shimon is receiving a benefit over there. So we can understand why that would be usser. To borrowing an object or an item from him, what type of hanah is Reuven giving to Shimon? Reuven has to give that same exact object back to Shimon, so Shimon's not deriving any benefit from him. Why would that be usser? So Rabbi Yisrael he answers We're talking about a case where both of them were madir hanah from each other, and that's why the Mishnah answers both of them from each other. Now Abayi Omer Abayi says It's Gzeira he's not allowed to borrow from him because he might end up lending to him. And the same thing with everything in the Mishnah, it's Gzeira he's not allowed to borrow money from him because maybe he's going to end up lending money to him. And in terms of buying as well, it's the same Gzeira. And now onto a new Mishnah, the Mishnah tells us, Amr Lai, let's say he told him, Ruvain told Shimon, Hashilena Parascha, can you please lend me your cow? Amr Lai, Shimon told him, Ain't a Panuya, it's not available right now. Amar, so then Ruvain said, Kainam Sadi Shani Chayrish Balaylam, Kainam my field and I'm going to plow with it forever, meaning I'm not going to plow my field with your cow. And then later on, Shimon calls Ruvain and says, By the way, my cow is available, you can borrow it. So, if Ruvain usually is the one that plows his own field, so who Aser, he's not allowed to use Shimon's cow, but all other people are allowed to plow Ruvain's field with Shimon's cow. We're understanding that in such a case, Ruvain only had intent to Aser himself from using the cow, but not to Aser anyone else from using the cow to plow his field. However, if it's not normal for Ruvain to plow his field, he usually hires someone else to plow it anyway, who Vichal Adamasurin, not only him, but all other people are Aser to use Shimon's cow to plow his field. That's because we're assuming that's what the Nether was talking about, because Ruvain never had a Havamina that he would plow his own field anyway with Shimon's cow, and therefore Shimon's cow would always be Aser to plow Ruvain's field with. And moving on to another case, So once again, Ruvain made an adder that Shimon's not allowed to derive benefit from him, but he doesn't have what to eat. Shimon doesn't have what to eat. He's going hungry. So what's Ruvain allowed to do? He's allowed to go to a storekeeper, even one that he knows, so he could walk into Yechazko's Makolet. And he could tell Yechazko the Makolet guy, Really, the Gersa should be, This fellow, Shimon, he's allowed to derive benefit from me. But I don't know what to do. Hint, hint, he doesn't have any food. The storekeeper's allowed to give Shimon food, and he could take his payment from Ruvain. The reason why this is permitted is because Ruvain never told Yechaskel specifically, go give Shimon food. And if Ruvain wants to, he can tell Yechaskel, by the way, I'm not paying you anything, and Yechaskel wouldn't be able to do anything about it. So since there's no official shlichas over here, and they were just hinting to each other, this is a permitted way to circumvent the nether. A similar case, Hayabese Livnois. Let's say Shimon had to build his house. Gidor Ligdar, he had to put up a fence.
sense. So Teolikzar, he had to harvest his field and he didn't have money or the means to be able to do any of this. So Ruben's allowed to go to workers, but Imran, he's allowed to tell them, Ish plenty that fellow is also to get Hana from me. I don't know what to do. He's got to have his house built. He's got to have his fence put up. He's got to have his field cut down. So they're allowed to do with him, meaning they're allowed to do all the work. They're allowed to go back to Ruben and get their schar. Once again, the reason why this is permitted is because Ruben never sent them on an official shlichas. He just hinted to them and there's no hischaivas for him to pay them. And if Ruben wants to be not such a nice guy, he can tell the workers, tough luck, I'm not going to pay you guys. Now the added chedish over here is that even though this doesn't have to do with food, it's still permitted to circumvent the nether in this way. Moving on to even another shlav of this case. Ruben and Shimon are walking along the way and they have other people with them. And Shimon doesn't have what to eat. Ruben can give food to somebody else. He can give it to them as a present. And Shimon is mutter to eat that food because it's not Ruben's food anymore. And let's say there is no one else with them. It's just Ruben and Shimon. So how's Shimon going to eat? He could take his food and put it on a rock or together or put it on a fence. But Ayman Ruben could say, This food is hefker for anyone that wants it. And now Shimon could take the food and eat it. Now, Rabbi Yesi Iser, Rabbi Yesi Asers, in this last scenario, Rabbi Yesi says that Shimon would not be allowed to take this food from the rock or the fence. And now the Gemara begins addressing Rabbi Yesi right away. I'm Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, My time to Rabbi Yesi. What's Rabbi Yesi's reasoning? Kosavar must be that Rabbi Yesi holds Hefker Kematana, that Hefker is just like a present. Mamatana, just like one person wants to give a present. Ada Asim Roshos Nois and Roshos Makabel, it's not considered a present until it goes from the Roshos of the giver to the Roshos of the one that's receiving it. Meaning, if Ruvain says, I'm going to give my car to Shimon, it's not Shimon's car until Ruvain actually gives it to him. And if Ruvain would like to be an Indian giver, he could go back and say, You want to know what? I'm not going to give you my car. And he has the right to do that because it never went into Shimon's Roshos. So, I have Hefker. Same thing with Hefker. It doesn't leave the Roshos of the one that's making it Hefker until it goes into the Roshos of the one that's being Zaycha in it. So, when Ruvain says, My food is Hefker for whoever wants it, it still is in his Roshos. He could still take back that Hefker until Shimon takes it. And that means that when Shimon takes the food from the rock or the fence, he's in essence being Zaycha in it directly from Ruvain, which means that he's deriving benefit from Ruvain, and that's why it's Osir in the case of our Mishnah. But now, Masar of Abba, of Abba asked Rabbi Yechanan, we have a Baisa that says the same thing as the Mishnah, and it talks about the case where Ruvain and Shimon are walking along the way, Shimon doesn't have any food, and that Ruvain's allowed to put the food on a rock, and he's allowed to be mafkarit. And then we pick up with the Baisa, the Baisa says, This person, meaning Shimon, can take the food off the rock and he could eat it. Rabbi Yesi Asr, Rabbi Yesi Asr is it. But now in the Baisa, we have a little bit of an extension. Am Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi says, When is it that Shimon's not allowed to take that food and eat it? That's only if Ruvain's nether on him, that he's not allowed to benefit from him, happened before the Hefker. If his Hefker happened before the nether, it's permitted. Meaning, if Ruvain first made his food Hefker, and then he told Shimon, you're not allowed to derive benefit from me, so then Shimon's allowed to take the food off the rock and eat it. Now here's the question. If you want to say that even when the fellow made this thing Hefker, it's still in his Rishos until it goes into somebody else's Rishos. So Mali Nidra Kadim what does it make a difference if he made the nether on Shimon before he was Mafkar's food or after he was Mafkar's food? Even if he made the nether after he was Mafkar's food, still, this food is still considered to be in Ruvain's Rishos. And when Shimon takes this food, he's taking it directly from Ruvain, and it should be us for him to eat even in that scenario. So the Gemara tells us, He, Rav Abba, asked this question and he answered it. And what's his answer? Anyone that makes a nether, he doesn't have in mind to include anything that he was already Mafkar. So in the case when Ruvain was first mafkir his food, and then he made the nether on Shimon, he never had in mind that he's asering that food, which he was already mafkir. And that's why in the Bryce, Rabbi Yassi says that in such a case, Shimon's allowed to take that food. But now Master Rava, Rava asked the following question, and we have to have a little bit of a background. Let's say someone gives all of his possessions to his Eved. So this, in essence, is his way of freeing
freeing his Eved because included in his possessions is the Eved. So by giving his Eved all his possessions, he's giving the Eved himself. But let's say he only gives his Eved some of his Nechassim. We say that he's not freeing the Eved because the Eved is included in the Nechassim which weren't given over. So Rav asks from the following Brisa, which the setup is that a fellow has two Avadim. Miktas on the Rishain. Let's say he gave some of his Nechassim to his first Eved, Vikul Nashani, and then he went and gave all of his Nechassim to his second Eved. The Girsa in the Gemara that we have right here is Rishain Kana Shani Ulai Kana, but we're going to use the Rad's Girsa, which is Shani Zachal Ishtabed Berishain. The second Eved is Zaychan Alvin Nechassim, and he even owns the first Eved. And why is that? So let's have a clarity on this case. This fellow gave some of his Nechassim to his first Eved, and then when he gave all of his Nechassim to his second Eved, we're understanding that he's giving everything he owns to his second Eved, including that second Eved, which means he's freeing the second Eved, and that also means that he's giving the first Eved to the second Eved. So now the second Eved, which is a free man, owns the first Eved. Now here's the problem. If it's really true that when a person is neither, he doesn't include something which he already made Hefker or that he already gave away, so we should say that when he gifted the second Eved with all of his Nechassim, that excludes what he already gave to the first Eved. And that means that the first Eved should not belong to the second Eved. So based on this Brisa, this Yusuf of Reb Abba doesn't seem to be correct. So Alamorav, Rav gives a different explanation for Rabbi This is Rabbi Yaisi's reasoning in our Mishnah why Shimon is not allowed to take the food from the rock. Gzeir, Mishal Matnas Beis Chayroin. Gzeir, we're going to run into the same problem we ran into by Matnas Beis Chayroin. Now, what was the situation? We have a fellow who asked his father to have any benefit from him. Let's use names over here. Yitzchak asked Avram from having any benefit from him. But now Yitzchak was marrying his son Yaakov off, and he wanted his father Avram to come to the Chasana. So, what did Yitzchak do? He went to his friend and he gave him the entire Chasana in a hall that the chasana was going to be in and all of the food that was going to be served at the chasana. And he told him very clearly, I'm giving you the chasana hall and the food only so that my father can come to the chasana and benefit from it. Now, what did Yitzchak's friend do? He decided to take everything for himself. He put out a message, chasana canceled, I just took it all for myself. Now, Yitzchak brought him to Bezin and said, you know, I gave it to you only on condition so that my father can come. Never gave it to you with the intent that you could do whatever you want with it, meaning take it for yourself. And since it was clear that that's what Yitzchak's intention was, so the final psak in that case was that it was not considered a valid gift to Yitzchak's friend. However, the father in Zayda, Avram, was not allowed to come to the chasana and benefit from anything there. Now, plugging that back into our Mishnah, the reason why Rabbi Yaisi doesn't allow this type of Hefker is because even though in our Mishnah, Ruvain was Mafker properly, he said, this is Hefker for whoever wants to take it. And technically, if some random guy came running along and snatched before Shimon did, that fellow would be Zaychanit and not Shimon. Rabbi Yaisi is afraid that if we allow this situation in our Mishnah, then Ruvain might end up making it Hefker only for Shimon, and that's not considered a valid Hefker, and then Shimon might end up eating it, and then that would be usher. So therefore, Abiyasi asers in our Mishnah. However, in the Bryce, Abiyasi has no problem since he made the food hefker before the nether was chal, so we have no chashash, and therefore Shimon would be allowed to eat the food in that scenario of the Bryce. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.